Welcome to the Opinionated Optimist Podcast, the podcast that reviews anything that's worth reviewing. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Brian. In this episode, I'd like to tell you a ghost story that comes from the northern part of South Carolina. Uh, the story is known as the Ghost Town of Goshen. In a lonely area between the small communities of May Benton, Cross Keys, lies an area known as Goshen Hills. This area is commonly known as the home of the Hound of Goshen. The story goes that a traveling man passed through Goshen Hill sometime back in the early 1950s. Along with him was a large white dog that was used for protection and company. As this man went door to door selling his wares, a murderer took place in the area. An angry mob was formed and decided that since this man was the only outsider, he must have been the killer and needed to pay justice. Despite the best efforts of the dog to protect his master, the salesman was dragged to a nearby tree and hung by the lynch mob. The dog managed to bite a few people, but one man actually shot the dog with a rifle and the wounded dog ran off into the woods. After the crowd dispersed, leaving the body hanging in the tree, the dog was deserved under his master, guarding the body and allowing no one near it. No one particularly wanted to bury it or acknowledge the body either, as it had become obvious that another man had committed the murder. Weeks passed and the dog never left the rotting corpse. Finally, one morning, the corpse and dog vanished. The locals signed relief. They could now put the mistake behind them, or so they thought. It wasn't too long before local slaves began reporting seeing a white spectral dog that would chase them down the road, sniffing them, then disappearing into the woods. No one believed them until a local prominent physician, Dr. George Douglas, saw it in 1855 and began documenting the sightings. Another doctor, Jim Cofield, also reported seeing the ghost town. Most people reported no harm, but persons reported to be a part of the lynch mob weren't so lucky. One of the men was driving a wagon with produce when the ghost town attacked, spooking his horses and dumping over all the product on the ground. The man fled with a hound snarling at his heels. Other people who have been part of lynching mobs reported horrible attacks by the white dog. One man's hand was crippled by a bite that nearly severed it across the palm. Another was almost drowned when the dog knocked him into a creek. Another was riding as fast as his horse could, while the horse bit him through his boot, causing him to walk where a limp for the rest of his life. In time, the pattern became clear. The hound was bent on revenge. It was also reported that shots fired through the dog passed through him with no harm. Eventually, everyone who had been present for the lynching was punished in some manner. But the worst was reserved for the man who shot the dog. He himself was never attacked, though he greatly feared it. And he never saw the dog in his lifetime. However, his four-year-old son disappeared in the same area where all the attacks took place. Sometime in the 1920s, the attacks stopped and tampered only to threats. Some say because the last of the lynch mob passed away. In 1936, a man named Barry Sanders reported being chased by the ghost town, but came to no harm. According to the locals, the ghost dog of Goshen still shows up on May Bitten Road where the cash is hidden. As a matter of fact, it is hidden just past the curb in the road where the actual sightings and lynching took place. Just down the cache on Brazelman's Bridge Road are two cemeteries where some graves dating to the late 1700s and a marker where a church built in the 1700s once stood. There has also been reported sightings of the hound there. So if you just happen to be driving through the northern part of uh, South Carolina and you see a mysterious white dog appear, please don't stop and uh, try to pet the dog.
as you may be experiencing the ghost town of Goshen. Until next time, have a good night. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe so that you may get all future episodes. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching for The Opinionated Optimist. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.